Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park What does innovation sound like? It sounds like the luxury of being in the moment with your customer, client, or patient. It sounds like having the right information right when you need it. It sounds like being at your best for your customers and your business. Thanks to Highland's intelligent content solutions that improve digital processes, innovators everywhere are able to do their thing better, whatever that thing is. Now, who doesn't like the sound of that? Highland. For innovators everywhere, visit highland.com. Finally, you're muted once again, Kate. I didn't do it. So uh, I, I don't know what's going on here, Kate. Now you're unmuted. Are you able to talk? It is What is with your People PC $5 a month, <laughs> five MBPS? Whoa, whoa, whoa. If I'm internet. spending five dollars a month on something it's a subscription to fightful select dot com but my internet's always worse when sean's around but everything else is better when sean is around he's returned to the smackdown post show very excited to have him back because boy oh boy we got a loaded little news week and it didn't even have to do with cm punk so how about that buddy let me tell you so I'll start off this show saying something that I've said on on some previous shows. The the last couple months really zapped me, like emotionally, mentally. I don't like covering fights. I don't like covering people losing their jobs. I know a lot of people will look at the fight stuff and they'll be like, oh, but it gets you some subscribers, huh? No, it did the first time. It didn't after that. Like, it was a lot of other people were exhausted as well. This week really reaffirmed like why I love covering wrestling news because the Jade Cargill stuff, like the the Rock stuff, we broke news about six different wrestler contracts across three or four different companies this week on Fightful Select. And uh, this afternoon, we posted a thing that The Rock might be showing up to SmackDown. I don't know if you guys heard about it, but The Rock showed up on SmackDown And as I said on Twitter, I'm not going to do a bat flip because I said, hey, we can't confirm this. But so I'll say that I got walked on four pitches, stole second, third and home. That's what happened. Hey, a more exciting play, to be honest, in my opinion. But really, really exciting stuff. It's kind of wild that it's 2023. We got John Cena back. 
We got The Rock coming back. This is the answer to Roman Reigns isn't on the show until November, which I think a lot of people were kind of disappointed <laughs> about, including myself. But I'm sure Fox was like, you got to compensate for that, buddy? What are we doing? Very interesting, too, the time of year because we're not in Royal Rumble season yet, and we do see these bigger names coming back around. I got to assume that the strike has something to do with that. Like <laughs> The Rock and John Cena, who have movie careers, they're not happening right now, but... Obviously, huge, huge news. Before this afternoon, had you heard of anything, any sort of inkling whatsoever? Not a peep, not a peep. And uh, I'll encourage you guys to do this. Leave a thumbs up. Get your super chats, get your humper chats in. I am going to be here for a while answering stuff related to John Cena and The Rock, quite frankly, and Jade Cargill, if you guys want to talk about it. Or probably the biggest star I've reported on in the last week, QT Marshall, got a new deal as reported huge by Fightful news. Select. Yeah, I know. The Prince real Nana. people's champion. Yes, indeed. Uh, Elite Biscuit says, great to see Sean here and go Fightful. No, I hadn't heard of anything. And then this morning, The Rock does his interview with Pat McAfee. And they're talking a lot about wrestling. Because why wouldn't they be talking about wrestling? Right? Like, Pat McAfee's got that connection. Pat McAfee can get away with asking these questions as well. And it's not an accident. It's not an accident that they, you know, just happen to talk about all that stuff and get all that hype built back up. Because let's be real. We had all given up on The Rock and Roman Reigns. It was very much of this past year. If it wasn't this past year, it wasn't happening. Then The Rock started to say some stuff that made an awful lot of sense. Now, what I am about to theorize is not a report, but. Here's how it appears the order of operations went, sprinkled with some facts that I do know to be true that we have reported on FightfulSelect.com. The Rock said that he, Nick Khan, Vince McMahon, met early last year and discussed the potential of Roman Reigns versus The Rock at WrestleMania. He said, oh, we could do something good or we could do something amazing. Listen, that is complete horseshit. If you can tell anything from Roman Reigns' current reign, it's that he very clearly does not need the championship. It would have been fine with Cody Rhodes taking the championship, any of that. He didn't need it. It's very clear WWE pretty uh, pretty quickly decided we need another title belt because they had a King of the Ring and Queen of the Ring tournament planned and scrapped it for a world title tournament. That's neither here nor there. What I heard last year, or what Triple H had said, I believe it was Triple H, said that around August of last year is when he was like, okay, probably going to be Cody. Probably going to be Cody. Well, what happened in July? Vince McMahon got ousted. He had to retire. If you've got The Rock versus Roman Reigns nailed down, come on, I'm sorry, you're going with that. I love Cody. He's great. Finished the story. It was incredible. He's unbelievably over. He's selling out houses, asses in seats. Fightful Select reported that he had the top selling merchandise at payback, but you got to do The Rock and Roman Reigns. You got to. However, I would theorize that once the, the Vince stuff unfolded, Rock's like, probably not. Probably not. Um, Cody ends up being penciled in. But by November even, I had seen a document that listed the WrestleMania matches as planned. And one of them was Roman Reigns versus TBA on night two. The other one was Cody Rhodes versus 
Seth Rollins slash Drew McIntyre, which would imply that they were that Cody was penciled in night one top title match against either Seth or Drew. Then night two would be Roman Reigns against TBA. Now you could take that as, well, will it be Cody or Seth or Drew or will it be The Rock? I don't know, but uh, I thought that interview was was interesting timing. Pro Wrestling Podcast says, I got you a dollar. Hopefully a lot of you get us dollars. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Pro Wrestling Thank Podcast. You. Send those super chats. I need to buy Mortal Kombat. Right. That's we, do. <laughs> we do have a couple of more that are pertinent, but we've got Will chiming in, who's always so nice to us, saying, I was wondering about Jade Cargill and now The Rock. Please spill all the tea you know. Yeah, Sean, spill all the tea that you know. <laughs> Well, we did have the Fightful Select uh, rundown of SmackDown, which, you know, we'll have producers on tomorrow. Obviously, The Rock was not listed for, for clear reasons. <laughs> so I'll give you guys the process of me hearing about this. Uh, it was discussed pretty heavily at the McAfee stuff. Like, it, it was, I wouldn't say an open secret, but enough of it for it to get back to me. And that's why I was like, okay, this person is pretty openly discussing this. And I even had a <laughs> a reporter who I, I truly admire and always gives me great advice, Jeff Passan, who was like, hey, you didn't have this confirmed. Why'd you report it? And I was like, I mean, I kind of know. I kind of mm. know. Like, this isn't going to be something that's just going to be floated out there. It's one of those where I can't confirm, but enough people have heard it to where I felt comfortable tweeting it. Because Kate is familiar with some of the things that I have heard and haven't been comfortable tweeting because sure. it, it it wasn't credible enough. This was credible enough for me to at least tweet, at least post a story about on Select and say, this is being speculated. There are rumblings of this. And it's sort of like, hey, there are rumblings that this team is interested in acquiring so-and-so, as opposed to this is a wildly speculative rumor that isn't going to come true. So... I got word around seven-ish, hey, watch the first segment, watch the first segment. I'm like, okay, well, they ain't going to tell me that because AJ Styles versus Finn Balor is the first segment. All due respect to those two men. The gorilla position was full. but I think they even posted a video of it, but I had people telling me that, that gorilla position was full, like five times as many people that were normally there. They had to keep their finger on the mute button. And I had a lot of people saying, oh, PG and yada, yada. It's a lot different on Fox than it is the USA Network. If it were the USA Network, they would have let it fly. If it was Peacock, they would have let it fly. There are FCC rules that they are bound to and can cause a ton of fines. A ton of fines. Especially in that first hour, right? I think from 8 yes. to 9, it's even worse than later in the night because they assume adults are. I, I've worked on television. And broadcast television, linear, what you want, regular channels, two, four, seven, whatever, you cannot at all have any of that language out yeah. there. Um, they'll bleep you for 100%. Yeah, it gets very, very expensive. Very, very expensive. So we might as well cover the segment while, while I'm here. Let those super chats, let those humper chats roll in. But Pat McAfee kicked off the show, Kate. He did. We have Pat McAfee dropping some hints here, too, right? He calls SmackDown the greatest wrestling show, the WWE Universe, the greatest on Earth. We get Austin Theory's music hitting, and Theory says, it's not SmackDown, it's Austin Theory Live. 
not the case. This was SmackDown tonight because The Rock was in the house, but he has unfinished business with Pat McAfee, and he attempts to make fun of him for covering college football, which, in my opinion, didn't go all that well, and says he hopes he gets injured like Aaron Rodgers, who is on the Jets, not the Broncos, so I don't think anybody cared. But it's very, very way, weird, right? Like, was I very odd. I kind of wish that was like his gimmick, like a ditzy gimmick, where he makes the wrong <laughs> sports team things. <laughs> and then the only person, the only person that laughs is Chelsea Green. She's the only oh, one that gets it. He's he's in <laughs> Boston, and he's like making all these Tampa Bay Rays rivalry jokes. Like it just doesn't go. <laughs> She'd be like, "LOL, he'll never be able to dunk again." Not on a torn Achilles. <laughs> <laughs> Basketball. But then we have Pat McAfee saying that SmackDown will never be theory show because it's the people show. Basically confirming it at this point in my mind. But McAfee asks Theory if he knows what he meant by that. And we get The Rock's music hitting. Huge ovation. And then we kind of get The Rock's greatest hits here, right? We have him saying, shut your bitch ass up. We get theory, uh, him saying that theory doesn't know how everything works. And this segment kind of proved that one to me, but The Rock has come back to Denver. We get theory trying to counter by doing The Rock shtick back at him with the fine leaves and cutting him off and things like that. But The Rock beats theory down. The hell yeah. The Rock calls him an a hole. <laughs> the crowd starts oh, calling buddy. him an a hole. He, he orchestrates a, a chant, a, a, an in stereo chant left to right and it's got to be like intermittently muted the entire time it was like watching a rap video on mtv in 2001 it's like if break oh stuff God. came on the air it was it was like what's the point here and it's the rock so what are you gonna do tell him not to as if yeah he's the rock he he doesn't need smackdown the same way that smackdown <laughs> probably needs him at this point but uh, yeah, this was kind of standard The Rock fair. I don't think this had to be anything major. This was just about The Rock being there tonight and what the implications of that are. I don't think we're setting up like a long-term Austin Theory feud, right? I think he was the pawn to get The Rock to where we needed him to be. But some interesting questions coming in as well. Um, we got Volub saying, should I be worried that Cody won't be able to finish the story now that The Rock is back? So Let's dive into yes. that piece of this a little bit. Yeah. Like yes, I, I the answer, the answer is yeah. Go ahead, Kate. Sorry. Well, I was just going to say, so Roman's working like a handful of dates. He would be well rested enough, arguably to fight the rock and Cody on nights one and two of mania. Right. And the uh, Roman reigns is title reign ending on a two night main event. WrestleMania kind of feels like a culmination to things that would make sense, but that's also a lot of Roman Reigns dominance on two nights of WrestleMania. Plus you run the risk of injuries and things like that. Um, do you think that some of the weird booking that we've seen with Cody, some of this uncertainty might've been due to the fact that the rock has now re-entered the picture? Yeah. Um, I mean, I think that if you are Cody Rhodes, you gotta be looking at this and being like, okay, no, I mean, these aren't what, I say these aren't waters he hasn't navigated before. Sami Zayn got incredibly over, but listen, all due respect to Sami Zayn, he is not The Rock. So it's a little bit different than, well, this is awkward, but you're still going to get your match in Montreal, which was very special. This is The Rock, and if The Rock shows up 
and says, well, I want to work in the main event of WrestleMania, then The Rock gets to do that. And if he wants to do it the next year, he'll get to do that too. If he wants to do night one and night two, open and close both shows, he'll get to because he's The Rock. Mm -hmm. And because that's he is, quite frankly, one of the biggest celebrities in the history of the world. So he's going to have that, that benefit. Yes. Yeah, he's yeah. the biggest star in Hollywood, never mind wrestling. So a couple of other Super Chats and Humper Chats, guys. Get those in if you have any questions for Sean or you just want to talk about the fact that the freaking Rock came back to SmackDown with kind of little to no notice here, but Bad Rocket chiming in and just giving us a couple bucks, which we always appreciate. Um, Dawn always chiming in, being supportive. God damn it, Dawn. <laughs> okay, Sean and Alex, too. What a night. The fans in the arena really got their money's worth. I can only imagine what the pop was like live. This has been kind of like a historic 18 months or so for live pops. Basically, <sighs> The Edge, CM Punk, Bad Bunny in Puerto Rico, Sammy Oof. in Montreal tonight. Like, we've seen some incredible live crowd support, which I think is awesome. But we have Mike D asking, is The Rock back just for a little bit to start a storyline, or is it just a one-time thing? I got to be thinking we're headed toward Roman Reigns. It would be kind of egregious not to, right? So I haven't heard anything as of yet, like anything concrete. I'm going to obviously be talking to people this weekend. It'd be real weird if he mentioned that today. It'd be, it'd be malicious. It'd be malicious if he mentioned that today and they didn't go through with it. Can you imagine? And, oh my. Yeah, I could. Of yeah. course I could well, imagine. Yeah, you see it all the time. But every year. What are you talking about? Could yeah, I imagine? I, I think, I've lived think, it four times. I think maybe <laughs> this merger, I think this merger might have call it. I, mean, I think this merger might have put it out there. I think yeah. everybody on the table is thinking to themselves, let's let's just do it. Who cares? You know? And I don't Can know. Can you man. imagine? This... this is the company that promised The Rock in Brooklyn at Survivor Series, and they gave us a golden egg movie prop for like 40 minutes of <laughs> Survivor egg. Series. But Will chime in saying, SRS, I hope you win $50 from ROG LOL. That's Raj. He means Raj because Raj tweeted that Jade Cargill <laughs> isn't leaving AEW. Listen, she was hugging people backstage. They were clapping for her. They literally her. brought her on TV to write her off. That's it. <laughs> like, listen, they brought her back and beat her because they wanted to make good on their, or they wanted to get a return on their investment a little bit. And she beat everybody. Um, so that's why they beat her clean on Rampage. Oops, sorry. Spoiler alert. You guys are watching us anyway. <laughs> <laughs> spoiler GM alert. Thing. The woman that is going to WWE is not winning the TBS title tonight. It's not a Medusa situation. She's not taking it with her on the way out. Like, we're not throwing yeah. it in the garbage can. But GN saying BWE dropped a hint about Punk being next. I don't oh, know, man. Brother, I brother, listen, listen. All due respect. <laughs> I had oh, to cl man. clear this up on, on the Patreon show. I don't have any issues with BWE, Boozer, Boozer Rasslin, whatever. He tried to drop me some news a couple years ago, took a look at his tweets, said, and I said, I don't want anything to do with somebody that's tweeting this type of hateful stuff. I did not reply. He started to take shots at me. I was like, okay, I'll remember that because I always do. He started to feed zero news, his little gimmicks and stuffs. He gets good information associated with rundowns and associated with stuff that gets announced there. I can't speak to the validity of quite literally anything else that guy reports 
because the the fact is I've had to correct over 15 things since April that aren't related to those rundowns. Meanwhile, he tries to actively correct me on things that I legitimately speak to the actual people about. So that's that's it. That's the long and short of that. I don't have any personal issues or anything. What I want is accurate wrestling news out there. And as long as the stuff is accurate, not malicious, I don't give a shit. Hey, Sean, I got a question for you since you're the man uh, of the hour right now. Would it be a it's possibility? Not the rock. It's Sean, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Uh, would it be a possibility that if this does happen at like at a WrestleMania, could we see a Roman lose the belt on a night oh, one? God. Right. Right. And then on night two, he goes crazy and interrupts the Jimmy and Jay match. And then The Rock has to come in and be like, bro, what are you doing? And then we get an impromptu. Not like a full match. If The Rock is going to do it, it will be a promoted ahead of time match. They will want to break every record possible. Now, I know they didn't do that with Austin. But that's that's, that's even a little bit more different because they had actually promoted that Austin would be there. Austin Mm. would be on the KO show. Austin would probably fight him and all that. Will says, I love this SRS. Who's got beef with reporters like Tupac in 95. No, I don't. No, I don't. Uh, Listen, you leave me alone. I leave you alone. If I got to correct something, I got to correct something. Uh, I'll, I'll tell you where I, you don't have to correct things. Fightfulselect.com for $5. Six pieces of contract news that broke today. The big Jade Cardgill news, of course, breaking as well. You got your SmackDown rundown back, which was really refreshing. And some just kind of more even. It's been back news. since June. Let me say something, man. Not to interrupt you, Kate. We're not interrupt. We're not here to interrupt Kate. If Fightful has reconnected me with a lot of people from high school. It's funny really? how many people from high school, and I'm an old ass man, have been <laughs> are are you know um, have Fightful Select and are, are watch Fightful and just follow it religiously for for obvious reasons. And they're like, wait a second, I think I saw you on a Friday night there. I'm like, what the hell? I'm like, yeah, yeah bro, yeah, I made it did. big, bro, I made it big. Bitch. There you go. I had so I had actually a lot of people that I went to school with uh, mention or mentioning if they heard my name on the radio today because of the OVW wrestlers show. I don't oh, know if you guys. Nice. So the guy who is a prominently featured person on that has like the biggest radio show out here and mentioned a couple of my tweets. I had people being like, oh, so now I kind of understand what you do. <laughs> it's like, well, glad, <laughs> glad that it took a basketball podcast to uh, to oh. let you guys know. See, my uh, let's, my parents let's get... watch, and they still don't know what I do, so oh, it's, it's totally fine. But some more chats that are rolling in. A Jade Cargill one saying that if Jade Cargill signs with WWE, do you expect her to go straight to the main roster, or does she start with NXT setting up a blockbuster with Becky? Good question. I think Rhea <laughs> Becky at WrestleMania is the match right now. I don't care if Jade's coming in. If Jade's coming in, you got Charlotte, you got Bianca, you've got other people for her uh because if jade comes in and jade can work live tv matches that are eight to 15 minutes long that's that's what you want out of her i think they'll want to send her to nxt i could be wrong but i think they'll want to send her to nxt because i know a lot of people were like oh well you know what she was banished to rampage for so much it's because she wasn't an experienced worker. 
That's why they, they wanted to tape a lot of these matches. Rampage kind of became her show, but she's had 75 or less matches. And I would say most of them were less than five minutes long. So you, you want to make sure if you bring her into the performance center, I say you call up Becky. You say, Becky, let us know what we got with her. Becky comes sure. in there, works a match or so. You got people. Absolutely. And I think, you know, it's interesting because you could also have her off TV doing work at the performance center and have her enter in Royal Rumble or something and be a huge surprise that way. Like there's a couple of ways that you can go. Becky winning the NXT championship is definitely interesting. I feel like the obvious thing before the Jade news was to have her probably drop it right back to Tiffany Stratton at no mercy, get Tiffany winning in a big spot there. You have Becky saying she's a grand slam champion. Everybody can kind of go on their way, but Jade is definitely an interesting one to keep an eye out for. Sean Garner asking, why did Adam Pierce have a contract in his hand and who is that for? Oh, that I don't know. Uh, I would imagine for whoever they acquired. <laughs> I would I imagine so too. I would yeah. imagine so too. Can Cody finish the story at Royal Rumble? <laughs> I would think so. I mean, listen. 2036. It, who says it has to be WrestleMania? Like that was, that wasn't the thing. He never said win the title at WrestleMania. And I mean, I'll ask him, I'll hit him up. I'll be like, listen, does that gotta be, can it be Tampa? Is, is there, is there something, by the way, that's another fightful select.com report was that uh wrestle or Royal rumble would be in Tampa. But I mean, like, listen, Dusty's got plenty of Florida roots as well. He's, he's done plenty of stuff there. He did championship wrestling from Florida. He spent a whole lot of day. Re Dusty wrestled quite literally 500 times in Tampa. Like there's probably a family emotional connection and a story that can be told to some degree in Tampa, Florida. You know, I thought it was interesting because I felt like if Cody wasn't going to be the one to dethrone Roman... Cody versus Gunther for the IC title would have been a very logical place to go, right? That's his dad's title. They set up all that great work in Royal Rumble that seemed like they were teasing a Cody and uh, Gunther story. But there's also so much history with him and Seth that if Davian Priest isn't successful on the cash-in, there's some options there too. So I don't feel like Cody is stuck in the mud necessarily. I think there's a lot of compelling stories for him. It's just kind of funny that like, he didn't finish the story and he went through all of his adversity and it felt like this part of the season was supposed to be the redemption arc of that. And now it feels kind of rerouted, but we've got some more super chats and Humper chats that are coming in. Thank you so much for your support. We are talking about the rock. It was kind of the dominating thing on SmackDown here. We are going to get through the rest of the show as well, but we've got Sean here taking some of your questions up front. Uh, Blind Wolf Gaming saying, what does AEW have to do to keep this kind of momentum, the kind of momentum that WWE is having? Hope AEW gets this hot. WWE is going great. Man, momentum swings real fast in wrestling. Like, yeah, I felt like All Out was such a great pay-per-view for them and such a tough, like, situation for them to emerge out of. I think Wrestle Dream is going to be great. It's kind of, like, retrospective, I guess, to or respective to the fan base, but losing CM Punk, The Rock coming back, it does feel like momentum swung the other way. This time last Just, year, it felt like it was all in AEW's corner. The perception of losing Jade Cargill as well does not help. Yeah, sure. I mean, exactly. I've been watching wrestling since like 1986. 
and uh and the, you know you talk about that the waves and in the mid 90s early 2000s there was a giant wave and damn it if this isn't feeling like it's surpassing that wave of that mid 90s early 2000s man because this is crazy right now i mean well, we do have Adam Cody and I had... out there right like that's, that's that's probably the big thing is to get edge in there as quickly as you can well, yeah. Ooh. If I'm if I'm Edge, if I'm Adam Copeland, my asking go, price guy. went up after uh, after CM Punk left for sure. But also, uh, when I look at the wrestling world where it is, Cody even said to me on camera, he's like, "Man, it's the most money that has ever been made in pro wrestling, despite all the viewership numbers that existed in the late '80s and and the like." But this is the most money that wrestlers have ever made and companies have ever made at the same time. Agreed. Who's clickety clacking? I Sorry, hear that's me. I'm I'm so Not unprofessional of me. Why Raj is saying that Jade is staying because Raj is wrong, unfortunately. <laughs> He's wrong though. Sorry, Raj. Uh Will saying NXT just so happens to be having a women's breakout tournament, the winner of that getting a title shot. You can bring in Jade for that. I'm I'm intrigued to see. First of all, we don't know when her contract's actually up, right? We just know that this was probably her last appearance. Do you have any clarity on that? No, but <laughs> you know, I poke around. All right, I poke around, and when I was asking yesterday, mm. I was told, "Oh, you want to tell me when when the contract's up?" And somebody said, "Well, she's under contract as of now," and I was oh. like. So today, and they're like, yeah, as of today, she's under contract. And I said, and at 12.01 a.m.? And that person said, at 12.01 a.m. Eastern, she will be featured on AEW Rampage on Friday. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, then. It sounds like maybe sooner rather than later, but not anything that we can confirm at this time. But some poking around that happens. Jonathan Corona asking, you know what would be cool to see if Punk goes to WWE only if Endeavor wants him for CM Punk versus Cody Rhodes? That would be cool with the, those promos. Damn. There's definitely that could, some... that could main event a night of WrestleMania as well, just with no title or anything. Just them that could main Man, event a night of WrestleMania. Just, just my own conclusions. Nothing that Sean has said. Nothing that anything other than my conjecture. The comments that I heard from Nick Khan on that call did not sound like they were trying to usher him in anytime soon. And you kind of don't need to take the risk if you're them, right? You have The Rock. You have John Cena. I think if you're bringing in CM Punk, it's to do the Stone Cold match at a limited program and make a bunch of oh, money. I, that's I wish. That's, I, if they whew. could get that to happen, if they could get CM Punk versus Stone Cold Steve Austin, that is... That Hey guys, have you ever wondered what happened to the legendary Chuck Norris? I saw a video he made and I was shocked. He is in his 80s, still kicking butt, working out, staying active. He looks like he's got more energy, can work out longer, even has plenty of that energy left over for his grandkids, and he did this by making one change. He said that he still feels like he's in his 50s. His wife even started doing this thing too. She's never felt better. She says she feels 10 years younger, her body looks leaner, has energy all day, and Chuck's made a 20-minute video explaining step-by-step step how anyone can do this same thing to see incredible changes in their health. Staying active is important. Moving around keeps you feeling good. Making sure that you take care of your gut health, your digestion, just overall 
is also very important. Right now, you can go to mymorningkick.com slash Fightful. Watch Chuck's video right now. That's mymorningkick.com slash Fightful. Check out what Chuck Norris has to say. What's got him feeling so good these days? He explains everything, and you won't believe how simple it is. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. It, like for Here's all the people money. that say this match didn't happen, this match didn't happen. That's the one for me because all you got to do is look back at their, I think it was a 2K or a, whatever video game promo they did where they're sitting in the chairs. Then the one where they're backstage and CM Punk says, oh, you're slurring your words, Steve. Can you say the alphabet backwards? And Steve goes, I can whip your ass backwards. Oh, that, oh that's all I... Ah. God, that was like when I was first becoming a fan, that promo was everything to me. I loved it so much. A huge donation from Trey Cash, an appropriate last name for the size of that donation. Thank you so much. (laughs) Watching The Rock's entrance, I see why Romans is so long. It runs in the family, but I love (laughs) seeing him back. And I hope we get The Rock versus Roman match. They have to do it. I don't think you can bring the rock back and not do that, right? It feels like that would be egregious. If they bring the rock back for any match that isn't that, it is promotional malpractice. He has not really wrestled in over a decade. He had that little match against Eric Rowan. And listen, all due respect to Eric Rowan, that can't be the rock's last match either. No, it can't be. God love uh, as cool as it was, I love that moment. It can't be The Rock's last moment. No, it definitely cannot be The Rock's last moment. Since we are kind of talking in dream match, Bill, I will say we also did get a nice interaction backstage between John Cena and The Rock, who Cena shook The Rock's hand and said, welcome home. Very glad we're not setting up thrice in a lifetime. We didn't need to do that twice in the first place. But it is very cool to see them bring these stars back. There are some that are still out there right still on the market that they can call up anytime that they want but what's interesting to me here is i feel like seasonality wise this part of the year kind of goes into a slump until we get back to the beginning of the year like survivor series they sometimes choose to build to going into the holidays it gets very silly except usually like one banger of an msg house show and other than that they're just rearranging the chess pieces for royal rumble into wrestlemania season so Any thoughts on that, Sean? Is this them trying to keep ratings up while Roman is gone? Is this them just trying to sustain momentum, maybe a new effort with TKO? I think it's a little bit of everything. I think, obviously, they want to show TKO what they can do. 
I think it was the product of convenience and right place, right time because of Pat McAfee and the rock and all that. And Pat McAfee is one of the biggest stars in media and sports right now. I think that it is them trying to keep viewership up. I think it's them looking at football season and going, God damn, look how bad these yeah. numbers are. I mean, yeah. raw in the 1.3s, 1.3 millions. My God, I never thought we would see a raw go below what we saw the highest dynamites. You know what I mean? Like I never sure. thought that was a real thing that was going to happen because WDB had such long history and no football. Football is dominant. Football is just like a huge event every week. It is. It is. Did you see the prime numbers for that Vikings Eagles game? It no, was I did 14 million, Insane. 14 million on, uh, so on Amazon prime people. That's why, like, when people are saying, oh, well, Amazon Prime might not be a good idea for WWE. And I'm like, you realize they got like 150 million US subscribers. And I know there are a wealth of people who subscribe only for free shipping, but it doesn't matter. Those people who do that uh, also, there are student deals. There are an awful lot of deals that that make that program accessible. Uh, I know that it, it does sort of, it effectively paywalls a lot of your WWE content, but I mean, they're paid I don't well know. Now. I think, yeah, in this age, and I mean, listen, there's this this weird misconception that wrestling fans don't spend money, and I can tell you that I quite literally got my family out of poverty because wrestling fans were willing to spend money and invest in a product that they care about. And if, if, so you want to talk about good crossover? You got some football fans who subscribed just for Thursday night football. Yeah. Amazon wants a whole lot more of those people. And it's the same conversations I had with WBD. I had conversations with WBD that were like, we don't have shit that is like AEW on HBO Max. We got Euphoria. We got Peacemaker. We got Succession. We don't have anything that fits the wrestling portfolio. And back when I was having those conversations, it was, man, wouldn't it be great to launch that with All In and All Out? Same Mm -hmm. week, Monster, people subscribe. They're saving a bunch of money. They couldn't get the deal done, but like there are a wealth of wrestling fans who do not watch anything but wrestling. I used to be one of those people when I was younger. I would, it, the WWE universe to a lot of people, that's just what they watch. Now, obviously it's not hard and fast, but there are a lot of people like that. Yeah. Well, speaking of hard and fast. Whoa. Oh, Oh God. Hard and fast. I hope Rock hard? Say. Is that what you're saying? I got a theory for you. Blue Chew and the code Fightful. Finally. Hello. Do you have a limp penis? A difficulty getting it erect? Boy. I'm doing this one live. Finally, your penis has come. Oh, wait. Already? Already? Not with Blue Chew. Not with Blue Chew and the code Fightful. Get your first shipment free. Same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, so it works on your schedule. So if you're not motivated, maybe you get motivated. It won't take a writer strike to get you to show up and deliver a main event performance. Oh, no. No. You won't be crossing a picket line. You'll be crossing a dicket line with Blue Chew and the code Fightful. Get your first shipment free when you use the code Fightful. There won't be any sag to your dong. Not with Blue Chew and the code Fightful. And when 
you get that online consultation. You'll you'll get prescribed Blue Chew. It'll ship straight to your door. Straight to your door. Not a dicket line. That's right. You heard me. I really. You'll go to- from Boulder all the way up to the Rockies in your pants, thanks to Blue Chew. My God, I really wanted to throw to the recorded one because it's the like boring monotone one, and nah, you were nah, nah, nah. you were I'm yelling, here. but I'm here. I do it live. Hey, look, we'll do it live. <laughs> they are the longest, the longest running sponsor that we have. Hey, they shout are. out to them, man. Because I'll tell you what, it works. Well, a Blue Chew ad read compilation that I've done has over like 50,000 views on YouTube. I love that. <laughs> There's yeah. nothing wrong with rock hard. It's just yeah. it's there life. isn't not when the rock is showing up and we've got more That's super right. chats at humper chats that you guys have sent in one from hannah who said we don't talk about survivor series when i was talking about <laughs> the egg survivor series where they told everyone in brooklyn the rock was showing up and it was video compilations and the movie prop um but will saying i don't know when he comes back but if randy orton comes back i may cry this is a tricky one. I hate speculating with injury stuff, but sometimes you just quite literally know more than I do. Do you have any read on this at all? I heard he was really, really jacked around SummerSlam, but that he was not near a return at that point. Well, good for him for being really, really jacked. Yeah. Can't hurt. <laughs> uh, we got some more chats. Mike D asking, is the rock back for a little bit? Or oh, I think we already read that one, but yeah, we read that one. Yeah, we got more. Uh, McAfee's show has been a near daily listen for me since 2019. Electrifying seeing him work with a rock, an all time moment for me. If you smell, uh, quite sincerely, I love how much we can tell Pat McAfee is a fan when he's on commentary, when he's in the ring wrestling, when he's in the ring doing stuff like this. He is just so in the moment and so present and just so excitable. I absolutely, absolutely love, love, love what we get um, every time that he's participating in this world in some way. Tonight was special. Like tonight, I kept watching him as much as I was watching The Rock because he was just like, he was one of us. Like he was just so excited to be watching this as well. Uh, some more chats coming in. Kim Gray saying, of all nights, I'm suffering through a high school football game and miss <laughs> all of the SmackDown awesomeness. We'll watch when I get home. Kim, you're always so supportive of us, and thank you so Kim's much. Kim's great. Um, Will saying, we need LA Knight, and The Rock needs to have segments. I thought of that almost immediately because I was in the camp that we should get LA Knight and Stone Cold in a, what? Yeah. What? Yeah. Like, I was waiting for that and waiting for that. I thought this might might have been where we were going last WrestleMania. Um, but, my gosh, LA Knight and The Rock, even if it's just, like, passing by backstage, that needs to happen, right, Sean? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I mean, they've got history together, too. LA Knight was, I think, on The Rock show that he had, uh, one of the 732 shows that The Rock had <laughs> at some point. Yeah. He was on Young, Medium, Old Rock. Um, but... <laughs> There was some LA Knight contract news that went up on FightfulSelect.com. That feels like six years ago when it was like five days ago. I know. So much is happening in. Well, let me, uh, I'll clarify that for, for people because it's been a few days. It's aggregated everywhere. But subscribe to FightfulSelect.com, please. Just $5 a month. I did my QA today. 
There were reports last week that LA Knight had a new offer on the table and he was close to signing it. There is an offer on the table, but it was nowhere near what he was targeting. And WWE hasn't been like offering a lot of new deals. So I think it's probably going to be held off for a little while. But it's absolutely not true that they were waiting on him to sign a new deal like to push him because he signed until 2025. Like he's not imminently leaving. There are a dozen people that have contracts coming up before then that are getting pushed heavy on TV right now. Sure. And what's kind of funny is we do get a backstage segment tonight as well with LA Knight and we see Paul Heyman and Solo Sokoa. They're kind of teasing these interactions and it feels like we might get LA Knight versus Roman Reigns. I say probably should have had LA Knight win the Money in the Bank briefcase if you were going to go ahead and do that anyway. But we are seeing some direction for LA Knight starting to build. I've really liked this feud with The Miz as well. Uh, Al Krug saying because The Rock was in Boulder, Colorado to do the McAfee show and with McAfee being there for college game day, does Deion Sanders get credit for Rocky's return? My God. My God. <laughs> A great question. A great question indeed. Uh, I think Leon Sandcastle might, if you remember that old commercial. But, um, you know, you were mentioning the LA Knight contract news and them being farther apart. That was kind of the last we had heard on Drew McIntyre, too. Do you have any updates on on that? Or is that something that we should stay tuned to Fightful Select for maybe later? Uh, no, none yet. None okay. yet. Okay. Uh, Daniel Vega saying, would WWE try to do Randy versus Cody at WrestleMania if Rock versus Roman ends up happening? Randy Orton, it's tough. Because he's he is jacked and not back in the ring, right? But to me, it feels like if you were going to be setting up this Drew McIntyre Matt Riddle situation, where it feels like Drew has been long burning this heel turn on Riddle, I feel like Randy coming back in there if he was ready would be a really good move. Maybe yes, no thoughts. Sorry, the, the tail end of that I, I cut out a little bit. What was that? Oh, I was just saying that if you're going to have Drew turn on Matt Riddle, having Randy Orton come in as the face to kind of like save the day would probably yeah, be a good place to get us started. Possibly, possibly. But um, I don't know how ready Randy is. I don't want to speculate on that. Sure. Understandable. Uh, Bad Rocket saying, Theory said Aaron Rodgers because Rodgers has a rotating segment on Pat McAfee show. It's just weird to make a Rogers dig when they're in Colorado and he's a New York Jets. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. To me, yeah, I sitting agree. at home. Um, I agree. Will say, me, who's 33, and my daughter, who's four, both marked out at a 50 year old man. Oh my God. That's my favorite <laughs> stuff to hear is like people and their kids or family members bonding over wrestling is my favorite thing ever. Um, well, that. <laughs> is the super chats and humper chats that are not related to the rest of the show sean if you wanted an opportunity to get out of here or if you wanted to stick around you run the place I, man <laughs> i will be scooting out thank you guys so much please continue to support these guys uh, with super chats and humper chats we greatly appreciate it thanks for letting me come by yeah oh my gosh always great to have you around i know jade and chris are probably fighting right now as we speak so feel free to i was gonna try and time this with a watch along but you guys have been so supportive that we aren't able to do that we're gonna run down the rest of the show as as we can here but feel free to chime in with that too i know Luis always does a really great job keeping us posted on what's happening on rampage thank so you thank guys you so much. absolutely 
Well, when the man comes around, Sean Rossap, for big nights like tonight, it's always great to have him here. We always appreciate him stopping by. But let's get back to our regularly scheduled program, all right? Let me get our overlay up and running. Okay, we even got our ad read out of the way. Good stuff. Is this it? Where is it? I'm not Sean. <laughs> here it is. Now we're just like small and at the bottom of the screen. Hi, Alexis. How are you? Well, something that would help you not be small <laughs> is Blue Chew. Well, code if, Fightful. If yeah. that's on the screen, that's a little concerning. But hey, get that OnlyFans money if you need to. Guys, we were talking all about The Rock. We got to talk about the beginning of the show as well with that opening segment, as well as his interaction with John Cena. Good yeah. stuff there. But our first match of the night, Finn Balor and AJ Styles. Now, this happened, too, when we had that Bloodline segment at Madison Square Garden, right? It felt like that opening segment went really long, and the rest of the show suffered from a, a time-pacing perspective. I think that might have been the case here. I was kind of disappointed because Finn Balor, AJ Styles, two of the best wrestlers in the world. I was like, give me like a half hour of just the two of them going at it, but... That isn't what we get here, and kind of to be expected because Finn Balor, of course, always has the Judgment Day hanging around, but cutting to the finish here, we get the Styles Clash, but Balor fighting out of it um, and finding himself kind of outside the ring. So AJ Styles hits a splash on Balor, and he is clotheslined by Dirty Dumb. Styles getting on the apron to set up for a phenomenal forearm, but Damian Priest holds Styles' ankles. The ref ejects Dom and Priest, but out of nowhere, who shows up but Jimmy Uso, <gasps> distracting AJ Styles enough for Balor to roll Styles up for the win. <sighs> Just not for me. When you have two of the best wrestlers in the world, I'm never going to be in on something that is like overbooked. That's just not the type of wrestling I like anyway. Like I am a, I'm a nerd. I like rules. I like when rules are enforced. I am a dweeb in that way with my wrestling. So I don't, overbooking's just not like my favorite thing. And then on top of that, you have two of the best wrestlers in the world, right? So I'm like, it's not my favorite thing anyway. And then when you have Finn Balor and AJ Styles, I'm like, let them pop off. Like, I want to see that match in full force. But to be expected, we get a lot of interference here, right? I think this is something that'll probably get run back to. So that doesn't make me mad at all. Like, Let's give this a couple of goes until we get to dig into the juice of what this can be, I think. But the Uso and Judgment Day alignment, we're going to talk a little bit more about because we got some backstage news with it. But what were your thoughts on this match? Did you feel like a little gypped from a time perspective like I did? <laughs> uh, Yeah, I could agree with you on that. I, I feel like perhaps this Balor-Styles match um, will be better suited for something uh bigger a bigger uh i want to say setup for it uh we know these two gents have you know previous histories i don't know as of late you could pretty much say evp and anything on on ww television so maybe you'll get something out of it but you know i think it'll be cool who knows um this whole like thing where every match though has to have interference gets really old fast and that goes on everywhere every company New Japan, everywhere. I just, I'm tired of the interference. I want to see two men going to the ring. They don't have to slap each other's meat. 
Wait, no, that's not how it goes. But you know what I mean. Like, I just want them to go in there and I just, do. and just now, now, Kate. Get your meat in a position to be slapped. Bluetooth.com code Fightful, but I agree with you. I, <laughs> oh, Jesus. I say me, sorry. It with Jeff Jarrett and AEW. I say it with House of Torture and New Japan. It's just not my thing, but no. I think any match that was going to go here after The Rock returns, you're you're in a tough spot, right? Like, you're working yeah. uphill if The Rock just came back and now you're going out there to wrestle. So this wasn't, like, the worst way to go about it. I just hope that we get to see... Um, like this get like an on a more honest shot i guess but uh jade and chris are having a home for louise said it makes me very very happy to hear that jade is going out looking strong uh and yeah feel free to send in your chats about that you can send in your jade dream matches anything like that but bear hudson saying if and when jade cargill signs with wwe how would you book her and who would you have as her first opponent mm. or should they wait until rumble um I am firmly of the belief that her going to WWE, as much as the AW viewer is disappointed she won't be there, the WWE viewer in me is excited because I think the WWE ecosystem can highlight her strengths to like the highest extent of the law. And I think she could use some more reps from an in-ring standpoint. So her like working in the performance center off camera and showing up as a monster deal in Royal Rumble is probably what I would do. Um, they have so many resources of great women's wrestlers back there. Like she could train with Natalia for like four months and emerge like probably even more incredible. And then she already has the presence and the look, right? So yeah. I would probably do that because again, this time of year just isn't like a huge there's nothing really marquee coming up until then. So if you want to make her feel like a big deal, that's a great way to do it. If you're going to do a women's survivor series match, interesting possibilities though, because her being one of five can let her come in and do some really like strong girl spots and kick some people's butts, get her feet wet a little bit in a, a different ecosystem. Right. I, th I think that could be a really great way to go. So I, I think you could go either way with that. Dream opponents, though, my gosh, her and Charlotte, her and Bianca, her and mm -hmm. Rhea Ripley, her and Raquel. Goodness gracious. In NXT, her and Blair Davenport, for sure. The idea of her and Wendy Chu cracks me up with the current Wendy Chu gimmick. Like, Jade, this, like, that bitch character in Wendy Chu who's constantly sleepy and but also almost like an Orange Cassidy, a great in-ring worker. Um but that that's my thoughts. Do you have any thoughts on how you would book Jade in, in WWE land? Um, sad to see her go if she does leave. And hopefully, um, what whatever they decide to do with her over in WWE, I'm sure it's going to be great. I don't really have anything off the top of my mind uh, just because I want to see her become this this character who is she going to be what is she going to be you know obviously that bitch is gone and you know whatever else that 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 you know strong presence that she showed sexually is not going to be on wwe television you don't think but she's she, going to go around kissing women like she did Ty uh, <laughs> i don't think so and uh you know her style is going to have to change drastically to match the wwe style so before i start fantasy booking i want to see what she can do to get herself up to their level and hopefully survive yeah. you know um listen and and we know she's not doing it for the money she's very well off her husband 
all of them. That family is very well off, okay? You can um, read more so about she, that on FightfulSelect.com. Correct. That it was not a financially motivated Correct. Decision. So she's obviously going because, you know what? Why wouldn't you try your hands at a company that's been around for 55 plus years? And Duh. one that I, I feel like her strengths are so um, obvious on like the charisma side in a world that yeah. does spectacle as well as WWE. It makes a lot of sense. Plus, because, there's a ton of crossover opportunity there, right? Like, she can be a star beyond wrestling. And look at what they did with Bianca. Like, Bianca had never wrestled a match when she came in. And I now know, she's yeah. one of the biggest women's wrestling stars in the world. Yeah. So Just let her let her be. Let her do whatever she needs to do. And then, uh, you know, she could be one of those that when she decides to come back to AEW, sure. she's going to come back bigger than ever. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is okay. Like, this happens in professional sports. People go to different freaking uh, teams. People come back, blah, blah, blah. You know, like, just let it be. Let's stop tribalism. Let's let's root her on. Hell yeah. Kylie, who's always so wonderful to us, say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jade looked so emotional after her match. I legitimately hope she does well in WWE. And I hope I also hope you two beautiful humans are doing well. Well, thank you, Kylie. Thank you. Man, maybe I she am... can, she'll be an impact facing Trinity. Who knows, you know? Trinity, who did a million views on social media, makes me so happy. A lot of great wrestling happening in the world. Don't and I know it always feels like it felt like for a while it was like all the momentum was toward AEW, and then it felt like all the momentum was toward WWE, and then went back and then went forth. Like I think it's really really cool that like The Rock came back tonight, and that in two weeks we're getting Zack Saber Jr. versus Brian Danielson. You know what I mean? Like. I think there's so much great wrestling and I think it's very easy to get in the mindset of like this company is doing well, which means this one is not um, when really two companies can just be doing really well and different things for different fan bases. Right. Like Everybody has to follow their lane. We can't like do this whole bleeding out thing and seeing what everyone you just stay in your name. Because let me be honest for 18 plus years. And I want to say this to Sean, but I forgot um, you had, there was a period there where it was very boring and, and, and stagnant like there was nothing happening we would get happy for a a case of like of the rock or john cena coming back and then that was it you know the nostalgia in us wants this to happen you know what i'm saying so now that there's another wrestling yeah there you go now that there's another wrestling company in the in the mix that's you know has the deals and and the money and everything to be as big as they are it's made this business that much better we're in a very hot wrestling period it's a renaissance of wrestling in the last two years and I um, I love it. Here you go. People who want to call me an AEW Homer. You Homer? WWA. You Homer? WWA? Um, are you NWWEA? That we don't know about? I'm, I'm creating a new promotion. No, I, I'll be honest. I'm so excited The Rock is back. I truly am. I think it's going to be so great for the product. I think Roman and Hell Rock yeah. is like something we've been waiting for for years and is going to be incredible. I'm more excited about Zack Sabre Jr. versus Will Ospreay in front of 5,000 people in London. Because I don't have an attachment to The Rock. Because I wasn't watching The Rock. I get it. He's incredible. Uh, him and CM Punk was one of my favorite feuds ever, 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 ever. Um, but I don't have like the same thing. Like You were getting emotional, I could tell. And on Twitter, being like, oh my god, this is my childhood. I don't have that. Right. So, that, but there's it's that, because like, we're but i'm we're so excited it. the rock is back but the thing that like gets me is not that right so it's awesome 
awesome. we're tying it to nostalgia. My generation will always tie it by. We're, we're, I mean, the dude's fifty-two years old. How many times can we go into that bag of tricks, right? How many times can we always go back, you know, into having that nostalgia trip? It's, hey, if it's you're hard. worried about what's in your bag of tricks, bluechew.com code fightful. But yeah, yeah, Pulaski's yeah. popping oh. on here to say hi. Hi, hi Alex. I, I, I was I, I was just hanging out. I just didn't really think I was I was I don't know. I just wanted to fizzle my hi. beef. Is that what yeah. that says? Well, that's the... it says roll fizzle beef. These are all the oh, names okay. given to a to a guy in the episode of Must Street Science Theater 3000. We we reviewed a terrible movie that was reviewed that was Greatest that was on an episode of that. Um on on get the fuck out of here today. That was great. Robotic. Um, yeah. Obstruction. Robotic officer tactical operations reserve. Operations. For, for re research. Research. Yeah. Yeah. I guess so reviewed rotor. No. Uh, mm -hmm. Well, part of the reason I pulled you up on screen was uh, you got to see Jade and Chris and mm -hmm. what looks like Jade's final AEW match. Yeah. The chat was saying it was great. I just thought I'd pull you up. It here was for, great for your your thoughts. It was it was it was great. I was watching it and going like, um, listen, I'm 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 all for 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 Jade getting her money and and going over there. The one thing about it, I'm like, man, this feels like like their women's feud. Like there are a lot of great women, but like stat and jade are just made to fight each other Word. forever like like one of those things where like you know that every so often every nine to 14 months they're gonna meet again and it's gonna be great like it just felt like that was what the, after watching this i was like if i didn't know that she was leaving um i would be like i can't wait to see the next time these two fight um and i still can't because you never know like people are young People have her careers that span sure. several years. She could go to, to WWE and come back, or or hell, Stat might go to WWE. But they they seem uh, made for each other. It was really great to see. Uh, Jade was obviously emotional, um, sure, uh, sure, and and had a really beautiful moment with Chris with a, a handshake and a hug after the match. It was some good, really good stuff. Really nice. good stuff. Good, good. I think there's. I hope that they start to pay a little more attention to this Chris Statlander title reign because while I like her kind of just going through defenses, I left money on the table with Ruby. Like, they could run that back for sure. I think there's a lot of magic between Chris and Athena that is just waiting there. Um, so there, there's a lot of options, I think, for women, uh, for Chris, that might be able to give us that same feel. But I hear you. It, it's always the things. I feel this way about... CM Punk leaving out the terms that he did of just like, oh, the matches we didn't get to see. Like, I don't really care about anything else with that guy at this point. But like, oh, man, like I was looking forward to Punk Eddie, too. I was looking forward to heel CM Punk. I was looking forward to all these things I didn't get to see. Mm -hmm. That's kind of where I'm at with Jade is like she went through so much of the women's roster. I was like, OK, what's next for her at AEW? And that yeah. part we don't get to see. She so did it all. She did it all, I think. Right. She beat everyone. Yeah. That was it. Yeah. Yeah. She beat just about everyone. And lost to only one, so that's kind of a cool legacy for Chris Daly. I think she have, beat but... me in one match. I'm not sure. She did. Yeah. No, that mm -hmm. was a, a I dominant. One hundred percent let her. Anyway, <laughs> back 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 to your programming. Elite Biscuit saying there's a distinct Ricky Rainbow scent nearby. That could be. I don't know. I'm not sure. I don't know where you. I just. I literally just popped in. I had no idea what you guys were even talking about. Neither did we. It's okay. We did, we were talking about the Rock for most oh. of the first hour. So. Um, we're kind of just diving into Finn and AJ, which we kind of were just agreeing was like, that could have been a really great match. 
the interference hampered it a little bit, but like what this was going on after The Rock, like it was going to be an uphill battle no matter. At Highland, we're all about celebrating little wins and little ways to innovate digital processes. There's no customer pain point too small for us to help with. Maybe that's why more than half of the Fortune 100 looks to Highland to connect their content and data, improve processes, and turn little efficiencies into big wins for their customers and clients. Highland, intelligent content solutions for innovators everywhere at highland.com. And now, gambling terms. Snake eyes. Rolling ones with a pair of dice. Double down. Doubling the original bet for one more card. Bad beat. When your strong hand gets beat. Illegal gambling can put you at risk. Protect our communities. Play legit and gamble only where it's legal. Learn more now at playlegitco.com. A message from the Colorado Division of Gaming. Gambling problem? Call or text 1-800-GAMBLER. What, but Ricardo the Firefly saying the Shield dominated the tiffy top. I said tiffy. He said tiffy top. Of the PW500. Um... I would love nothing more than to get into list discourse. You want to talk about lists? Let's talk about lists and let's blame Reg for everything. Oh, it's all his fault, obviously. But, yeah, no, this was all him. He was like, I have a personal vengeance against Naito. I'm leaving him yeah. out. Uh, Will Ospreay is going to be number 17 because he hates British people. It was just very personal for Reg. So yeah. his fault. Um I it, it is very sincerely cool to see like the legacy that the shield has had on wrestling in completely different ways. Mm-hmm. Like Seth is so different from Moxley, who's so different from Roman, and oh, it is yeah. kind of a testament to that stable because none of them are anywhere near where they started, and where they started was pretty damn cool too. Yeah. So yeah. good stuff there. Uh Will Ospreay's the best wrestler in the world, though. That list was yes, there's um, I don't think that's even debatable. <laughs> Well, what I I get and appreciate was they went through, like, it was mostly by titles, which is a fair measure of somebody being the best at something. But Mm -hmm. what that does is put Zack Sabre Jr. and Tyrus, like, 20 apart. And that's (laughs) not okay for me. (laughs) Well, Osprey and Tyrus should not be, like, 40 apart. Like, that's not okay at all. No. No, it's not. Tyrus had his best run. What are you talking about? You know what the sad part is? That's probably true. That's probably correct. Yes. <laughs> it still was awful. And you, everyone saw it right off of the ropes, you know, to uh, uh, EC3 or whoever, whoever that was. I don't even know. Fell, fell right down on him. Fell right down on him. But he enough about that. Did. NWA, we're here to talk some SmackDown. We talked about the Balor and Styles match, but what we didn't talk about was this backstage where Finn Balor kept calling Jimmy his dog. Which cracked me up way more than it should have. But he sees, he said that he saw Jimmy's brother. I love that he said Jimmy's brother and not Jay uh, at Raw and pitched the Usos joining the Judgment Day. And Jimmy said um, that we're good. Like we don't need, we don't need to go ahead and revisit that right now. But I love this from Finn Balor saying that in the Judgment Day, there are no leaders, even though it's Rhea and we all know it because she leads the world. But. <laughs> No leaders means no Roman Reigns, and Paul Heyman is shown walking out of the dark. And then the camera goes back to the ring where the LWO are. So this just feels like we're throwing this together for Survivor Series, but I appreciate them actually doing legwork to get us there. 
and yeah. trying to keep the intrigue of the Usos being on separate brands alive. But mostly it just made me laugh that Finn Balor kept saying dog. Dog. Cardoza, your thoughts? Uh, no, I mean, uh, I don't know what they're planning on, on like why they, they're bunching these two groups up the way that they are. I, I hope it's something huge and explosive. Maybe it is the Survivor Series War Games match. I don't know what's happening as of late. It just it it hasn't felt like they're leading towards something. It kind of just for me personally just feels like they're trying to cause dissension within the groups. You know, kind of like the way like they're the you know uh, Finn is like telling him, "Hey, oh, your brother was going to join the the Judgment Day." You know what I'm saying? Like. I just I don't un, I don't understand where they're going with it. Hopefully, it'll make more sense in the I next see. coming weeks. You are not a girl who was in a sorority. I get this exactly. Pulaski was grinning over there, so I'm gonna let him say his piece, and then I'm gonna. No, it's just, it just very funny where he says, "You like, hey, hey, dog, yeet." <laughs> his little accent. Um, I was dying. Uh, uh, <laughs> hey, you know what we don't have in in, in in Judgment Day? We don't have leaders. Leaders are wiggity 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 whack. Am I right? <laughs> Hey! <laughs> yeah! Oh Nailed it! I, yeah, that's weird. Dog, 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 dog. Dog. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, Alex, before we kick you out of here. Yeah. What are your what are your percentages that Cody finishes his story ever? A goose egg. Okay. Oh no! There's Stop a zero percent chance that that's uh, a zero percent chance. I I hope it's a zero percent chance. I am firmly anti Cody at this point. He's <laughs> run its course with me. I think he should have won. I mean, at Mania, but now, especially if the Rock is coming back, that's run its course. He's have him gonna, beat Seth. No. Have him finish his story by beating Seth. Like this is. I get. Uh, honestly, he can't even. They they couldn't figure out a way to continue the story beyond Mania. Like it was just like no. I'm gonna I'm gonna face Brock a few times, and they never told us why that happened. <laughs> now it looks like he's gonna face Dominic a second time for no reason. Like you couldn't like if you pulled all the strings to get Jay onto Raw, but you didn't pull any strings to get yourself onto SmackDown where Roman is. I mean, if Roman ever shows up to work, well, like, he will just, in it, November. It, in, in, Saudi in November, Arabia. he will. He's out of um, Arabia. So, <laughs> oh, that place. I think, I think it actually really sucks for Cody because I feel like, while I didn't love it, we were clearly getting the. Remember how we were making fun of him for when he was like, "Make me earn it," because it looked so yes. weird and desperate. Like he was having this downward trajectory so that he could have a redemption arc, and now they're right. like, "Well, now you don't get a redemption arc." So. Mm -hmm. We just appreciate that you're over it's and called sorry hard for times, Kate. making mm -hmm. you look pathetic for three months. Like, it's, it's just right. an odd thing. Right. Him beating Seth, I th think, is actually an infinitely more fun story. And also, I feel like Ted Gable's going to beat Gunther, which makes my little, my heart sing because yeah. I, I love Ted Gable. Hope so. But I felt like Cody versus Gunther, they did all that work at Royal Rumble to, like, set up a match and a feud with and then they just abandoned it this was all what, very odd what if what if cody goads um dominic into wrestling him for the north american championship and cody goes to nxt cody cody goads cody goads 
But if Cody goads him. Something, Cody goads. There you go. I think you guys are both wrong. I think that he's going to finish his story and... They got way too well, much when, money invested in if, him. Does, if, they got if, zero if, money invested in The Rock. Zero. He's just doing it for fun. Well, no. Uh, yes, that's true. But The Rock will make them more money if they do it at Mania. If if Rock is available for Mania, that's the Roman match at Mania. Oh, I guarantee it. Yes. But I would, uh, like, objectively, Cody should take the title off of Roman at the Royal Rumble. And then The Rock can show up on the bra after the Rumble and say, Hey, little bro. Hey, little cuz. I thought you were the leader of the tribe. Yeah. I, I like to throw my hat in the ring there. I've been the leader of the tribe for way longer than you've been alive. Yeah. Like, just do this whole yeah. thing. And then just build that match at Mania between The Rock and Roman for, th- for the leadership of the tribe, which is a thing they have established you can have a wrestling match over. So then do that while Cody is the champion. Whoever wins the Rumble faces Cody at Mania. Done. I was thinking about this earlier. The part that has been rough about the Roman dominance, other than it being like lather, rinse, repeat, for me, is there were so many sincere emotional moments. Like like I was actually emotionally invested in Drew and Sammy. And to a lesser extent, Cody, because I, I wasn't, like, bought in as much. But, like, that was a really cool moment to see that guy get to come out. It felt like such an inevitability. You started to think about, like, the fact that in real life he did rebuild all this. And then it's just Roman winning, winning, winning. And I kind of feel like from where I'm at, we still have months for them to build out this story, right? But, like, The Rock has already done everything he could do in the world. Like, in the world. So mm-hmm. if he's the one to beat Roman, I feel like for me, because I, I also didn't watch in the Attitude Era, so I just don't have, I love The Rock. I don't have the, like, he changed my childhood thing. But him winning, I'm like, okay. And then if Roman retains, we're back at square one. So for me, it's like, it serves the story itself perfectly. And I don't care as much. Like, it's tough because I don't have, like, the... I've I've been I love Sami Zayn and I've loved Sami for so long that like I was really rooting for that guy right like things like that so it's just interesting because I feel like from a story perspective it it makes a but whole here here's world my thing you have it's great the nostalgic pop is great blah 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 but my problem is where where does it go from there like cool he you know SAG opens up again next week. All, all these films and TV shows he's been working on go right back to it, right? Where does it go? Cool, he beats Roman. Cool, he beats his ass. Great. For what reason? Because he wanted to show him a lesson, to humble him, to bring him back down to, you know, the bloodline being good again and, and the heel, heel Roman is gone and he comes back in six months as happy-go-lucky Roman again. Like, I want to see that story being built out. I don't just want it to have him come to mania just because to, for the, for the pop, that's great. But I don't know, man, I guess that's just me. I love the, the story of it. Then watch something else. Yeah. What the, f- we're going to go through the rest of SmackDown. We'll say goodbye to Alex Pulaski for now though. Thank you for joining us. I'm very glad to hear that Chris and Jade was great. Um, <laughs> This this guy's gonna join me on the AEW Collision Post Show on Five Select tomorrow. Tomorrow, baby. Thanks for and, the invite. And 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 you're more than welcome to, but you usually have stuff. 
You don't invite me? To You're out of here. Latin meaty men sitting around talking about <laughs> other meaty men slapping each other. It's a Hispanic Heritage me. Month. I it is. I'll have something to say later about that, but yeah. Um, I don't know, man. That's something is crazy. By the way, what an idiot was that guy who wrote that. Sorry. I just don't like you don't have no you're not obligated to watch the Why show, do you though? come here and even say anything? Everyone here in the chat, I love you all. You have amazing takes. You all have some that you love about wrestling, whether you hate AEW or hate W or love wrestling in general. Like you are passionate about it. You're here having a good time. And you got this freaking idiot coming in here and just trying to oh, their terrible takes are great. Listen to my podcast with me and my teddy bear. <laughs> Yo, I would watch that so hard. Hard, totally you say? Watch hard. Yeah. Wow. I don't. Hey, I don't. I love need, you for that. I don't need Bluetooth, but if you did need help, Kate's like that, boys. Boys. <laughs> Little Dalton Castle boys for you. Gosh. All right, let's continue with this. Bad well, show. Speaking of Hispanic Heritage Month, we do get an LWO segment here that made me very, very happy. Um, we get Mysterio saying that a year ago he was devastated and heartbroken, but the LWO reminded him about what family really represents. And because of that, he's US champion. And Santos Escobar gets on the mic and says that the family is full of champions. And Escobar noted how Ray stepped up against Austin Theory for him. Um, and how happy that made him. And we get Escobar saying it's a career dream for him to face Ray with the title on the line. He asks for a title shot, and Ray accepts. There's a lot of things I really like about this. One, I want to see it. I want to see it so bad. I'm ready for it. I think it's going to be a sincerely emotional moment. I think it's going to be so much fun. Um, and I, I think it's I think it's very real. I think Santos Escobar and Ray Mysterio like, there's no way that that guy wasn't influenced by Rey Mysterio. It makes me so, so happy. Um, the other thing that I like about it from a story perspective is you got Santos Escobar and Rey, and it could just be a face-on-face -face battle for respect and the title, or you could get a heel turn out of this from Santos Escobar, right? And I'm good with either of those things. Like, Santos seems really, really over, so I'd probably keep him face if you can get away with it storyline wise, but as someone that reviewed NXT, I know what this guy is capable of as a heel. He's great. He's so charismatic. His presentation, he always has like amazing gear. He has that like, I'm hot shit, but I'm effortlessly cool. And I can just show you and not tell you all the time. Like he can do the heel thing real, real well. Oh yeah. So I, I'm glad that there's legitimate open intrigue here, right? Like, I, I think you could just keep them both face and have a respect battle, or you could get a nasty little heel turn out of Santos Escobar. And I'm excited about either outcome, which to me is when pro wrestling's at its best, Alex. Yeah, I'm listen, you guys know how much I love Santos and the, the whole, you know, finally putting a, a face out there. Outside of Ray, outside of, uh, you know, Eddie Guerrero, like, let's build new stars. I'm so happy for him. I legitimately feel that he is better off as a heel. I love his heel work. I think it, it just comes off as, as stronger. And then, and you know, if we get this and he beats him, um, it'll be a big moment. It is Hispanic Heritage Month, and they're going to be doing something big for that. Um, they know it. And I think that it'll really um, push the uh, 
the group forward. I don't think Santos will be will turn heel right away, but uh, but yeah, it'll it'll be it'll be it'll be cool to kind of watch the maturation of where this goes. I'm very very excited for it. It it feels like we were heading here, and then the Ray injury kind of made things weird. So I'm just glad. I'm I'm happy to see that like. This hasn't gotten lost in the shuffle. Makes me. By, by the way, Kate, I know you're you're a big CM Punk fan. I am. He was he was quoted today. He was quoted just a couple seconds ago, saying uh, that he has he has time in his hands for the next two months, and then just ended it. Well, there you go. There's his non compete probably. So about being in uh you know because he was doing the uh. UFC commentary. UFC commentary. So he probably huh. has a, a that to me reads as he probably has a sixty day out, which is interesting considering they don't do it, that. I feel like if you're fired with cause, you are there. Usually isn't a non compete, but who knows what? I mean, hey, you know what's coming in two months? What's coming in two months? Survivor Series. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like more wrestling, yeah. more wrestling, I guess. Yeah. Full gear. CM Punk is returning to AEW. Yo, that'd be so dope in November from the forum. All right, go there ahead. you go. There you go. Sorry. Uh, well, we'll see. To... That oh, that no. certainly makes it seem like he. It sounds like that's like a sixty day out, then, right? Yeah, pretty much. CM Punk returning <laughs> at <laughs> Somehow, I can't see. Guy who finds every uh, keep transphobe kids safe and is extremely opinionated, being like, "I'm cool to hop on a plane to." Nah, Nick Khan's sounded if, like a man who made up his mind. If you can just be like, "We're gonna call the Rock and John Cena," and probably don't need to. Though I do feel like if there's any possibility of doing Stone Cold versus CM Punk, worth it. Worth it. <laughs> Um, but we move along to the most disappointing thing in the world, and that is that Bobby Lashley has still not gotten me a suit, guys. God damn it! For weeks, it's embarrassing that he's like making me beg for a suit at this point. Okay, but I have no other choice because I'm not giving up on my dream. All right, like a month ago, he comes out here with the street profits who are in sweats, not much different than these ones. Okay. And he's like, you're not living up to your potential. You need some of these beautiful suits. And I was like, let me have an honest check-in with myself about this. Okay, mm. I am not living up to my potential either. And it's probably because I don't have these dope suits hanging around. So I said, Bobby, you got all these suits taken backstage. Why don't you go ahead and send me one? No call and no text, no suit at my door. I said, I would get it tailored. I will have it styled. Please tweet at fight Bobby. Hashtag. Give Kate a suit. Because I know they're just sitting there in some prop room collecting dust. I could wear one. Okay? But he says a few weeks ago that they were looking to take over and after looking at the LWO it's going to be easier than he ever imagined. The Street Profits weigh in and compare Mysterio to Oprah saying, you get an opportunity. You get an opportunity. There's so much damn fun. Street Profits walking uh, the rest of the way to the ring, this was like halfway down the ramp, and looks like we're in for a tag team match after the commercial break, which we do get. It is just a squash against Cruz del Toro and Joaquin Wild. This was 45 seconds. Yeah. I think a lot of the show got 
abbreviated from the opening segment, but this was really fun. And what I really liked about this was I feel like we saw Bobby Lashley adding so much value to Montez and Dawkins, but this was also really fun to see like Dawkins and Montez bringing like some of the silliness out. Like it's a nice balance of like very serious, very violent, very aggressive Bobby Lashley. And then when we get these like cheekier moments from the street profits coming in, it's a really, really nice like uh, chemistry and, and mixture of things. Any thoughts on this extremely uh, well-built hmm. and extremely carefully agented match of 45 seconds long and a potential hurt business and LWO feud? Uh, no, let's just um, build it up, build it up. Uh, WWE is all about stories, um, you know. I want to just fight, see people fight or go to AEW. Like, give me the, give me that story. What is Bobby Lashley cooking? What is Bobby Lashley cooking? Okay. I would like to know. And I would like yeah. to know where those suits are. Are they locked up? Are they being guarded? Is there a security breach that might be around? Because if there is, let me tell you, buddy, you're going to want to use NordVPN because they've got the security to keep everything safe for you mostly like your internet and electronic devices more than suits but sean ross app is gonna tell you all about it i'm traveling a lot and when you travel you got to protect your data you got to protect your privacy online nordvpn.com fightful allows me to do that allows me to browse safely and securely when you go to an airport when you go to an arena a restaurant, a hotel, you're usually connecting to that unsecured Wi-Fi, which leaves you susceptible to having your data stolen, any, any number of things taken from your private connection or what should be your private connection. NordVPN.com slash Fightful makes it a private connection with the fastest VPN in the world, a 30-day money-back guarantee, and a ton of other features in addition to that peace of mind that you get when you can browse safely and securely, and I'm talking all your devices, Surface Pro, laptop, desktop, PC, smart TV, router, phone, whatever you're taking with you, nordvpn.com slash Fightful will add extra layers of security to your digital life. You can get a password manager, a file encryption tool. Be safe, be smart, nordvpn.com slash Fightful. Nord VPN, always so good to us. Please be good to them. If you need a VPN, go ahead and use their service. You get a, a sincerely like a really big discount. It'll pay for itself over and over again if you travel somewhere else for pay-per-views. But even if you just hit them up on any social media that you can find and just let them know you found out about them through us, that goes a long way in helping our relationship. So we always appreciate Stuff like that. Guys, get in your super chats and your humper chats as we're coming down the home stretch. We've been getting such great support from you all night. And are we going to talk about The Miz and LA night? Yeah, we are. But first, we're going to read this chat from James, who is going to collision tomorrow night. He's super excited. Just wanted to say Still. hello to my favorite wrestling news crew. Well, thank you. Love we you. Love you. Hello back to one of our favorite members of the Fightful Universe. Love being here on Friday nights. And we hope that at no point you have to go to a local medical facility. Oh. I'm just pulling out all the jargon now, but James also saying Thanksgiving of Punk. <laughs> that one made me pop. Oh, when I read so that, good. I was like, oh, shit. 
That's great. There was a really fun, it's like such a throwaway promo, but Punk and QT Marshall get set up. And he was like, we're going to find out who the bigger turkey is. Like a very, very cheesy, fun one. Uh, I appreciated that promo because I like cheesy things, which is why I like wrestling. You do. And this is why we like you. That's it. Uh, we got Will chiming in saying, Kate, Bobby Lashley is going to see these videos, and what would you do if he answered you back? I would give him my address and ask that he take care in the shipping and handling process. <laughs> send it my damn way, Bobby. <laughs> no, I'll, I'll say this. Um, there's a really fun Jeremy Lambert story about Seth Rollins and his purple suit and how Seth Rollins actually looked to try and get Jeremy the purple suit that he wore because Jeremy's now wife, uh, her favorite color is purple. And he was like, I need a suit for my wedding. I'll just ask Seth Rollins. And he actually responded. But what happened was they didn't have it in props because Claudio ripped up the suit when he was Cesaro. But I just thought that was so cool. And he, I think, was traveling to the UK, but like responded to Jeremy and hit him back up. It was Jeremy's birthday today, so feel free to give a shout out to our wonderful Jeremy Lambert, the director of content at Fightful, taking care of all the non-Patreon stuff for us here. An incredible, incredible person with an amazing work ethic. I can't say enough good things about Jeremy. He's a huge part of the reason why I'm here at Fightful. Um, and it's just always the best. Very inviting and kind and works really damn hard. Does he work hard? Yeah. <laughs> so does LA Knight in this match with The Miz. I actually kind of liked this better than I did the match at Payback. There was just like a little bit more nuanced storytelling, but that might be because it's the second one. We're just getting more layers and dimension to what they've built out. But LA Knight winning against The Miz with the BFT for the win. Um, I loved, there was a sequence in here where Miz went for the skull crushing finale, but LA Knight got out of it and hit like a clothesline. Russian leg sweep, DDT, and like the whole crowd just got so fired up with this like sequence of offense. This was really, really, really good. Then post-match, we get LA Knight saying, let me talk to you. And he says that he ain't just a catchphrase, so good for him and Orange Cassidy, who do not have catchphrases. Uh, and he says he's a top two wrestler in the world and he ain't number two, which I love how... Uh, nonsensical that is and how great it sounds like sincerely that's just like that is such all delivery that makes no real sense that's such a roundabout way to say that you're the best wrestler in the world yeah. i'm so sick mm -hmm. of wrestlers saying i'm the best wrestler in the world i'm the greatest wrestler of all time say that i'm a top two wrestler in the world and i ain't number two just beautiful like i love it this miz and la night stuff has been for me i really really like it your thoughts on this match and the post-match promo Really good, strong match. It was really well, um, very physical, which is what I, I I love that too. Like they they pulled out some moves, man. Like the Miz was in there doing a couple things that I I did not expect him to pull off. Um, don't ask me what because I don't remember right now. But it I from what I from what I, when I was watching, I was like, okay, look at Miz go, baby. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, and then for the for the post, they're just gonna give him the hot mic every single time. They should. Before the, so match, the, the match, after the match, I think yeah. that during the match, while he has whomever he's fighting in a headlock, I he just should just pass him the mic. He can say I a couple things and just and just give it back and finish the match. I hate I quit matches. I kind of want to see LA Knight in one. 
because like all the ways he would get around stuff i feel like would be so much fun and all the ways he would try to taunt people into getting them to quit but will saying he'll need to he'll he'll need you to ask the rock he's giving people brand new houses i think that was in reference to me getting a suit i'll take a new house as well um sincerely the rock and oprah donating 10 million dollars and setting up a fund for the people of hawaii was a very very cool move um you can find more about that online guys we're coming down the home stretch get into your super chats and your humper chats at humperchats.com we'll also give you a nice little midstream reminder to leave a thumbs up on this video if you could it helps people find us in the algorithms which is very very helpful to us Remind you to subscribe to Fightful Select as well. You got contract news about LA Knight, who we were just talking about. Yeah, we got contract news about uh, <laughs> Prince Nana. Freaking love Pause Prince for the Nana, Prince Nana man. dance if you're listening Christ. in audio form. We got uh, Christian Cage extension news after the pay-per-view. We got all sorts of stuff, man. There was so much. We got obviously the Jade Cargill news. A ton went up. Uh, QT Marshall send, uh, signing an extension for a short term is great news he's such a valuable valuable person in this business so yeah, love to see them then to let him go sure all that and more at fightfulselect.com we get pretty deadly backstage he's got uh prince's shoulder x-ray which was very <laughs> very fun we got a chat from slim slam saying adam pierce had a contract in the pretty deadly segment it was an x-ray of Prince's shoulder, so it wasn't a contract. Um, but what was hysterical in this was he's in a wheelchair. He has an injured shoulder. This cracked me way, way up and made me laugh so hard because Adam Pierce is just like, what are you doing in a wheelchair when it's your shoulder that's injured? <laughs> um, he reflects about how his shoulder is still broken. I'm so glad that they're putting these guys on TV because they're just a riot. Um, and Kit Wilson chimes in and says he will be back before anybody knows it. And Prince gave a big yes, boy. And they roll out of the frame. Adore this. Adore this. They're so funny. They were so great in NXT. And they've, I was getting a little worried because the flamboyance of their characters felt like they were going to start leaning it in a sexual way, which historically WWE doesn't always have the most couth in handling. But they've really grown into this extremely fun and silly gimmick and they're great at it i can't wait till they're healed up and ready to go again um it's kind of funny because these guys i feel like are gonna thrive so much on the rain roster and you know gyv just got written off of nxt and they're a free reign tag team right now i think they could show up in roh and do some really cool stuff but just funny to see the landscape shifting a little bit right like it, it's refreshing to see because i think you're going to see a lot of people working at both companies i know people are bummed about jade and that she's a homegrown star to AEW and stuff but i think we how many people have we seen come from wwe to AEW, right but Lashley, we want to see this Claudio, this is great yeah this is healthy this is healthy for sure this is uh this this shows a healthy wrestling environment wrestling healthy business you know what i'm saying like there's places for people to go like there's it's no longer a you know one place and then the rest of the time you're trying to figure out you know appearance wise you have there's money out there there's places Go to eat and, and and people to you know help put a roof over your head so um, i was talking with this about about this with reg a little bit last night too some wrestlers i feel like you can just match up with their environment 
Yeah. Like Bray should never have been anywhere but WWE, and I'm glad he wasn't. Um, Claudio and AEW, I feel like is maybe the most perfect fit that I can think of. Yes. Um, Elias's contract being up, maybe I think that's not confirmed by Fightful, but has been confirmed other places. So whatever your level of comfort on believing that is 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 good. Uh, I feel like he would crush it in Impact, but AEW might not be the best home for him. Like. It's, it's kind of funny. And then there's people that surprise you, I think, in certain environments. But, like, Kevin Owens, I think, could show up anywhere. You know what oh, I mean? Oh, yeah, so, yeah, for sure. Um, but I, I really do feel like Jade and WWE, from an ecosystem perspective, makes a lot of sense. Makes yeah, a lot of be sense. Nice. I mean, listen, no, I know personally people that said they would never, ever, ever, ever see someone like Adam Copeland anywhere else. And we'll see. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we also got to see... You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Oscar and Bailey in an eight-minute match here. Now, this was only like eight minutes and 50 seconds or something, but I think it was the second longest match on the card. That rock promo took up a lot of breathing room and it was a very talk heavy episode. Anyway, very talk heavy week in wrestling in general. Dynamite was a very chatty episode this week as well, but a lot of fun to be had in this match. We get Bailey throwing Asuka around and ripping apart the commentary table, which was a whole bunch of fun. And suddenly Shotzi pops up out of the crown and chases Bailey into the ring. Asuka gets the pin with the backslide. And post-match, we get Shotzi and Asuka going for a fist bump. Uh, there was a lot of fun to be had in this match uh, between the ropes and, and before this ending sequence. Uh, Asuka has an amazing German suplex. She hit a beautiful one in this match. Some fun armbar work from Bailey in here, too. I really liked the chemistry they had, and I hope they explore it more. With Judgment Day being so overbooked and this women's angle being so overbooked, it does kind of delineate things for me a little bit. Uh, but I did enjoy what we got from the match part of it. My only thing is, like, Shotzi's supposed to be a heel, I'm pretty sure. And Asuka's supposed to be a heel, I'm pretty sure. And Bailey's supposed to be a heel, I'm pretty sure. If this gets us to Asuka and Io, 
I have zero complaints. But it is just a little bit muddy from a storytelling perspective. Your thoughts on the match and kind of the alliances that are being built out here? The, the match was cool. The match was okay. I, I, I Again, this is the second match now in the night that I did not need the extracurricular activity coming in from the outside. It just it, it You don't need it. Like, I don't understand why we need to add this aspect to the match. Like, not every time, too. And, like, and then every you, time. Right. And then, you know, you don't, Bailey, I know she tried to sell it as well as she could, but it was very unbelievable that she was scared. They were so close that so many times that all Bailey had to do was say, Come here, I'm going to punch you out. <laughs> you know, there wasn't enough distance between them for her to pull away and be like really scared. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Plus, I also what is she feel like what is she are you an, are you an idiot at this right. point? Like you cannot you cannot continuously be caught off guard that Shotzi keeps showing up because she does it all the time. There's so nothing like, to be there's nothing to be scared of either. There's just yeah, nothing. Like I guess her spooky presence, but no, you you're um, the you're the heel. You should this should be running from you. You should be turning around and saying, Okay, cool, you want to come after me? I got a Kendall stick under the ring, I'm gonna beat the life out of you. Like, come on. But then we got this, you know, running around because the kids are in front row and they got to have fun. Alex says that Shotzi is definitely a baby face. She's just a crazy face, which I appreciate. Where are my spooky Scottish witches? That's what I want to know. Will chiming in saying that Jade may be coming and Kyrie may be coming. Mercedes might be showing up in AEW. Wrestling is fun and crazy. It is. That it is. Wrestling is very fun and very crazy. There's so much that, like, a lot of my favorite stuff right now is not even on, like, mainstream television. The stuff Julia is doing in women's wrestling, my God. Really, really breathtaking. Also, just, like, unfair how pretty of a human being she is. Listen, Jade, if they lose Jade, they're okay. Trust me, they're going to be okay. Jade, this is a a bigger deal for Jade, like, than it is for either company to get her. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is for her to grow. It, when when Mercedes Monet lands in a that is a big deal. You understand really? the landscape changes and the women work better. And there's gonna be you know like same thing happens with when with WWE whatever they whoever they decide to to you know any big names that come back like a rock like things get better like that's you know we just gotta just celebrate the good stuff. Celebrate. It's go. all going to work out just fine. And the Snake women's is division. Back. Come on. Look, the only person that I'm concerned about and women's wrestling specifically is Tony Storm. Okay, this woman is she's just getting more unhinged every week. She's throwing shoes at Bird. She's throwing her. shoes at Renee. Like she is unraveling and all anybody can talk about is Jade and I'm like, has anybody checked in on Tony Storm's mental health and Roger Strong's neck health? Okay? I wish she would throw a shoe at me. <laughs> Watch for the shoe. Well, maybe if you had your chin up and your tits out, Alex. My tits are always out, baby girl. That's it. Slate. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's our show. Thank you so much for watching. Now we got more love and more wrestling to talk about. Michael Branson, an 18-month member, sending in some love, saying beauty and the bangs. Alex is the beauty. I am the bangs. I oh, I thought it. you were the beauty. That and would I mean you would be bang. the bang. <laughs> and if you can't, Lucy.com code Bible. Michael Branson saying, love y'all. Pass it on. Love you too. Passing it right back. How about that? So I'd stop here. We get you and Oscar next week. That better be a one-hour Broadway. 
or mm. I will fight somebody no. in the streets. Eight minutes and 43 seconds. Okay, I have to admit something. Uh-oh. John Cena on the Grayson Waller effect. I only saw like half of it because my stream was cutting out really poorly. So let me tell you what happened. He comes out. Grayson Waller won't let him talk. I mean, he's just wailing on him and he grabs the mic to talk. Won't let him talk. Grabs the mic. Won't let him talk. He talks about Austin Theory beating beating his buddy The Rock, and uh, he says uh, he he complains as to why John Cena doesn't take his hat off when he talks to him. You know, because his mother taught him. Uh, you know, taught Grayson Waller to always take his hat off um, when he talks to a a grown up, and that's a little dig at Deion Sanders. I don't know if you knew that. Um, so yeah, uh, basically that was it. And then Jimmy came out. I don't know how much you saw that. And you that know. I saw. I saw the second okay, half. Okay, cool. This. Basically, yeah. So when Jimmy called talk, Waller Kangaroo way. Jack, that was when I yeah. saw it. Yeah, he <laughs> didn't. He, he did not. He didn't let Cena get one thing in. Cena just basically took off his shirt and looked like he was ready to fight, and that was it. There you go. And well, then it picks up on. where you saw it. Seriously, it just picks up where you saw it. Uh, he was there just, you know, go. wailing on him. Good, good stuff though. Cena let him. Cena gave him enough time to put, you know, gray, uh, for Grayson to put himself over, which was great. Like these older guys are coming in and and doing these cool things, you know, with with the younger talent. I'll say this. I feel like everybody's already comparing Grace Waller and Austin Theory. I thought pairing them up made sense. Having Cena be in the picture just keeps reminding me over and over again how much Austin Theory just didn't advance from that feud. And then having him be the guy with the rock in there today and also feeling like Austin Theory didn't really hold his own. Not the best. Not the best for Austin Theory. But from what I saw, we did have Waller. With the kangaroo jack comment, um, which I liked, the crowd was going nuts, chanting Cena's name, and Jimmy was out there telling Cena that he should fight him or get out of the ring. I appreciate that about Jimmy. He's like, let's fight or let's get out of here. He no, wants to a, go home. I get a it. Rolling brute. You get Solo's music hitting and Solo coming out with Heyman. Solo and Cena staring each other down and Solo turning around and choking Jimmy before super kicking John Cena. Good stuff here. This ends with Cena lifting Jimmy, but Solo breaking it up at Cena's music hitting and ending the show. So I got to say, AJ Styles comes with, and helps him. You start the show with The Rock. You end it with Cena. I think they're, they're trying to make a statement in this new era a little bit. Like, had the merger momentum. Things are moving forward. Um, I'm... I, it, it very clearly feels like they're trying to say, like, we are putting all the fires behind everything that we can right now. And what makes me happy about that is, and I've said it a couple times on the stream, like, historically, this season is not the greatest. Like, <laughs> from now until the end of the year, like, if they choose yeah. to care about Survivor Series, it can be really fun. But, like, the fact that these guys are coming around now makes me really happy because I think it'll just be more compelling television heading into what will hopefully be the most compelling part of their wrestling season in a sense so good stuff a wild smackdown nobody really knew about the rock stuff until he oh, showed up sean had tweeted that he had heard that it was happening we couldn't get it confirmed in time but here is dwayne johnson showing up so exciting stuff going on in wrestling Give you a quick Love rampage it. rundown you got the hardys and the lucha brothers defeating butcher blade and team dna um 
the righteous come down and stare and come out and stare down the hardies. That makes me very happy. They're going to face off on collision. The righteous are fantastic. I'm very, very excited about that. Britt Baker says she's coming for the TBS title tomorrow against Chris Statlander. So we'll see that on collision as well. QTV had Johnny TV kicking a masked man before Harley tried to stab the masked man with scissors. Jesus. I'll say this about QTV. They couldn't even get the scoop on QT Marshall's contract extension. Sean did. I know. Not a great look, QTV. What a messed up. Yeah. Tells you where you need to go. Okay. Fightfulslack.com. Out scooping QT Marshall on his own. On his own shit. A show. (laughs) OGK defeating Seidel and Daniels in what definitely should have been on Ring of Honor instead. Bennett showing support for Roddy. Team next strong support Roderick Strong's neck health. Look, I don't want to smear Sean while he was on here, but mm. the platform that we use to set up our streams is called StreamYard, and I got logged out, and I had to text Sean and say, hey, do you have the the code, the verification code to let me in? And he said, I don't give an F about your neck health. Wow. He later typed the access code, and I got Strong in, but words. his response was, I don't give an F about your neck health. So... That's what I put up here. I, I still say for, support the great people at Fightful Select, but like also send in super chats so that I can be concerned about my own neck health. I respect Local it. embassy calling out the hung bucks for Grand Slam. I'm going to be there. Very nice. Excited. I can't wait. I'm going to cry so hard if Eddie goes over Claudio. Uh, acclaimed defeating Peter Avalon and the Outrunners. Uh, Evil Uno versus Caster is set for collision. Interesting choice, but all right. Aussie Open squashing Lord Crew and Damian Chambers. A lot of this sounds like ROH. Andrade versus Scorpio Sky for a collision tomorrow. Very interested in that. And Darby and Sting versus Luchasaurus and Christian Cage for Grand Slam Rampage. Okay. And, of course, the main event of Jake Carville versus Chris Statlander. So that was your Rampage Rundown. And that is what we are going to go home on. But Alex, it's Hispanic Heritage Month. If you had any thoughts that you wanted to share, you're more than welcome to. Or if not, plug your yeah. shit and get out of here. Okay, not really Casper Bowens makes a lot more sense. Really quickly, as you know, this this country was built on the backs of a lot of different people. But a lot of, you know, mainly it's been Latino. If you look at the Latino culture, they are the ones who are out there picking your your fruits and your food and doing the hard work that no one else wants to do. So um, be kind to one another, especially those that are working extremely hard to take care of their families that come to this country to give their life and their you know loved ones a better life. You know what I'm saying? I've been very fortunate to work in the entertainment industry. I served in the uh, Marine Corps. I've been in war. I came back. I'm effed up, but I would never... Take that back just because, you know, this country and this place afforded me so many, so much, many great things. So be kind to each other. God damn it. Hispanic Heritage Month. Give the goddamn title to freaking Santos. Aggressive, aggressive. (laughs) It's an aggressive, happy. It's some of my favorite type of kindness. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Good stuff there. You can find me on Twitter at Miss Kate Fave. You can find me all over this wonderful channel, especially on Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Fridays with your NXT Sour Graps post-show, your ROH post-show, and, of course, your SmackDown review right here on uh, Fightful Select on Mondays with Alex Pulaski doing our Paywalled Raw Sour Graps post-show. 
Wednesdays at the Mark Order podcast, and sometimes on Sundays, Joel and I do Kate and Joel call it in the ring on Fightful Overbooked. I think we should be back in rotation tomorrow. So very much looking forward to that, guys. Have a safe and wonderful weekend. Enjoy your wrestling. We love it. We love Don't it. Don't forget here. tomorrow, Fightful Select. Double A, the Latino lovers, right after collision. A lot of meat. Come watch us. Well, now I feel like I have to show up just to just to ruin everything with my extreme To balance out the mess. meat. Got That's you. right. <laughs> <laughs> have a wonderful weekend, guys. We'll see you tomorrow. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.